Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Thank you for joining the random podcast. So, uh, yeah, fun fact. If you're recording a podcast, keep your phone on silent, because it's like the second... This is the first time I ever had to do a second take. Um, but yeah, uh, someone, like, hit me up on Twitter asking me, like, oh yeah, you know, before, in your previous episode, was that a D. Grayman reference? And I'm like, yes. Yes, the fuck it was. Um, <laughs> so the funny thing is like, I'm a huge, I'm a huge D gray man fan, even though it's like on a bi-monthly or I think a chapter comes out every one, once every three months. Um, I still enjoy the fuck out of it. Uh, like it's, it's something that's like really fucking interesting to me. Like, you know, I don't really get to see that many, uh, manga that, you know, that really has a, a beautiful story like D. Grayman. Like, I mean, I love the fucking manga. Like, especially, uh, I forgot what the fuck the name of that doll was. Like, I think it was like one of the first couple arcs. It was just like, the story was so good. And then, like, it just picked up for that. And, like, I remember, like, uh, the rewinding town that was really fucking sad. Uh, you know, the search for Cross Marion. Like, that shit was fucking great. Like, you know, every part, like, you know, oh my god. And then, like, the villains, like, the Noahs, Jesus, oh, oh, oh man, the, the, the entire storytelling is just fucking great. Like, and then the anime came out, holy fuck. Like, holy fuck, the anime, like, don't get me wrong. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, no weeb shit. Like, it's not weeb shit. It's a cartoon. Like, if this, like, imagine if you were in fucking Japan and you watched American Japanese. They'd be like, oh, that Yankee shit. Like, what the, f-? like, I, I understand different cultures and whatnot. Like, people, like, want to make fun of people that like cartoons and shit. I mean, there are people that take it too far. Don't get me wrong. There's people that take it too far. Where it's super unhealthy. Um, but then there's people that make it part of their lifestyle because, like, they accept that part of themselves, you know? They, you know, if they like what they like, they enjoy their, you know, fucking, they enjoy their hobby. Like, cosplayers, you know, people that go to conventions and stuff. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to a convention, but, like, if you go there and, like, you know, you're not really an introvert. I mean, even if you're an introvert, this place is for you. Like, you know, it's a long, it's like going out, hanging out and finding out that you have a bunch of friends for the first time. People that like the same shit you do. Granted, you're not going to get along with everyone, but at the same time, like it's, it's a fucking experience to be had, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's weird. It, well, to me, it's weird, but, um, yeah. But going back to D. Gray, man, I remember back in high school, uh, someone, like, I won't say we're, um, uh, I mean, I guess we're still friends. I, I can't really say we're not. I mean, we just grew apart. Would it be acquaintances? I mean, if I see him on the street, I'd be like, hey, how's it going, motherfucker? And he'd be like, going good, bitch. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I still remember, like, it was, uh, it was like, I want to say it was my, uh, I can't really think of it. I want to say it was like my 14th or 15th birthday. You know, he just walked up, he's like, check this out, bitch, I got something new for you to to read. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So, <laughs> I, I looked at it, it was D. Grayman, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, he's like, it's dope as shit. And I remember, we were on the fucking bus, and we are going out to a, we are going out to his boyfriend's house. And, uh, I was friends with, well, okay, I was friends with him. 
back then. Nowadays, I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't really... Well, his ex-boyfriend, but anyways. Um, like, it, it was it was interesting, because, like, I remember I, I read it, and I was like, this shit's dope, and he's like, but that shit's mine. Don't you forget, I was like, but it's my birthday. Well, tough shit. Uh, <laughs> and, like, I just think back to the people I knew in high school, and I'm not gonna go into recap. I, I talked about it briefly in fucking, uh, in the first episode, you know, but at the same time, it, it's, it's fucking, it's fucking great. Like, I, I just, I know a lot of people have different experiences in high school, and it's just the people I met. I mean, I, I got a good mentor out of high school. Uh, I've known him since I turned 13. Well, before I turned 13. Uh, I've known him around 13, going on 14 years. Uh, it's really fucking interesting, though. Uh, like, how, how much my friend cir- circles evolved over the years. Um, I remember, like, I, it, it came to the day where it was like, you know, I like anime, but like, I want to say, like, when I went to college, like, some of the anime circles, like, they were in some weird creepy shit, or, like, you know, I, 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 I guess it's, like, different for me, like, I can't really say that, because I know, like, you know, I had a mentor, you know, I wasn't, I, I, I mean, I'm still socially awkward, I'm, like, I'm the most introverted extrovert you'll know, like, I have an extrovert personality, but I'm also an introvert heart, um, because I'd rather stay inside and, like, hang out with friends. I don't really like going out to, like, large parties. I mean, I did party my ass off, but that's besides the point. Um, like, I remember going to anime clubs, and, like, you know, they were, like, they came off really arrogant and whatnot, and I just remember looking at them, and I was like, okay, so try to find an anime that I haven't seen. I mean, I think it was, like, some Valentine's Day event, and they're like, oh, you know, they're like, well, what are you into? I'm like, you know, I'm into a lot of things. Like, personally speaking, when it comes to, like, my taste of anime, I read a lot of shoujo anime, like, romance, or shonen, or sunin, like, more serious tones. I like Slice of Life. I mean, I really enjoyed, uh, Real Life and, uh, Iris Zero. I, I want to say Iris Zero was the most interesting manga I read. Um, quick, you know, heads up about it. It's about a... It's basically like a... Think of My Hero Academia. Um, but it's really just like a childhood thing, where I think... it. Okay, so it's kind of like... Okay, so it's kind of like... It plays on... I don't know if anyone remembers, like, Madoka Box, with, uh, the abnormalities and the minuses and whatnot with the little abilities and whatnot. Um, it's kind of like, you know, these kids, when you're a kid growing up, around the time you hit puberty until you become adults, uh, you, have pro- you have powers. Um, some people can, like, tell someone's lying, someone can see, like, I remember when I, uh, keep in mind, I'm speaking about Iris Zero, um, keep in mind there's, you know, people that, uh, you know, can tell if you're if you're the right fit, like, what percentage um, would someone be at a right fit? Like, there's different things across the, you know, across the thing. Like, oh, you know, if, if you're a bad person, you'll have, like, a devil's tail. If you're a good person, you'll have a, a halo or, like, you know, but then it comes, like, it, it gets more complicated amongst that. And it's really interesting because you have, like, all these complex issues um, being presented through the eyes of kids, and then you have... Uh, you have, like, this guy that, you know, he has no, he has no, uh, 
no ability. So they call people without abilities, like kids without abilities, Irish Zeros. Um, and they're heavily discriminated, they're heavily bullied, and it was it was really interesting because like he's adapted to it, you know? He he's He's highly knowledgeable. He's really smart. He has a good heart. He likes helping people, but he, he hates being the center of attention because he's always, he's always, he's always bullied, you know, regardless, even, you know, he's been betrayed. Um, and I, I want to say like the most interesting aspect is the fact that like, <laughs> just because he, he hates being that much in it, like the amount of hate he has for being in the center of attention is that great. He's mastered the art of being able to tell someone's taking a picture of him and just moving. So, you know, when you take a picture and like something moves and it blurs, he's mastered that. So every time you try to take a picture of him and he knows or he like, he's aware of it, he'll like move slightly. So it's blurred and all his school photos, everything always happened. And it was just like the school eventually gave up. They're like, we can't get a good picture of him. So, like, they just have, like, a fucking silhouette of him in his fucking yearbook, but that's, that's besides the point, um, but, like, you know, speaking about that, just, you know, uh, I remember watching a YouTube video, I wish I remember the name of it, like, it was, like, one of those things where, like, I'm the type of person that, like, like, goes to bed, or takes naps with, like, something playing in the background. So sometimes, like, you know, I wake up and YouTube's in a weird-ass spot, and I'm like, what the fuck? Or it just goes back to videos I've seen before, you know? The YouTube alg- algorithm's a bit weird. Um, and I remember the, them speaking about, like, you know, the more serious tones in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, and, like, current cartoons today. Um, and, you know, they, they brought up a good point. Like, I want to... S- like, when you look at, like, the cartoons in the 80s, you have fucking the motherfucking Care Bears. I mean, regardless how gangster that shit is, you know, um, it talked about more dilemmas and stuff like that. But they kind of sugarcoat that shit. I mean, it, it's fucking, it's a bunch of fucking rainbow bears, you know, go around solving problems and, like, teaching lessons of the day and, like, you know, shooting rainbow, like, oh no, it's a bad guy, let's, let's hit him with the Care Bears stare and shoot fucking rainbows out their fucking belly buttons. But, you know, you look at that, and then you look at, uh, you know, I'm going off cartoons I've seen, so, I mean, it's not, my views are a little bit limited, I just want to give you a heads up, but, um, then you have, like, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, with, uh, the actor that played Steve Urkel, um, and I just remember, like, you know, that touched on series, and then Disney came out of nowhere at fucking Gargoyles, where it's dark as fuck, and it talks about real shit, um, <laughs> And, like, I, I just remember that shit. Like, that was, like, some good shit. And then I remember Aladdin and, like, the Aladdin cartoon, the Little Mermaid cartoon. Like, that shit wasn't good. And then, like, SpongeBob came out. Now, let me get the... Let, let me... Let me... Let me clear this up. I don't like SpongeBob because it was low-key. And, you know, as Like, I consider myself a supporter of the LGBT community, but at the same time, um... The agenda that SpongeBob pushed wasn't, you know, something. I mean, it 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 pushed a LGBT agenda, but at the same time, it also pushed other things. Like it made stupid humor funny, and I mean, I'm not talking about like Robot Chicken or like Celebrity Deathmatch, like you know, dark humor or fucking, you know, like dark humor. 
not that type of shit. It made being stupid cool, in my opinion. Like, it, it, I don't know. It just it runs me away. I mean, it's my own opinion. I know some people like SpongeBob. Some people adore that shit. But like, I mean, it has some good jokes. But at the same time, like, it's not something that I, I I would allow my kids to watch because, you know, I know all not every. Oh, okay, let me rephrase that. I know that some shows have like subliminal messaging, and you know. I'd rather be upfront with the shit it talks about. I mean, there's other shows out there that's just outright upfront with the shit. Um, like Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls is a great fucking show. Um, I, I highly recommend that shit. Um, you know, take a moment oh, or Star Butterfly versus the Force of the Evil. Those two shows fall more in line with the modern cartoons where it's like they just, they're just outright upfront with the fucking issues, you know? Um, just like, how do I say this? Like, uh, Adventure Time, The Amazing World. Okay, let me let me talk about Amazing World of Gumbo, uh, Gumball. I remember watching that and just, I'm just, I was confused. I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like the animation, like whoever, whoever, like fucking thought this up, like makes Lewis Carroll seem like a fucking tame person. Because Lewis Carroll, if I remember right, he wrote Alice in Wonderland. And the it sequels and whatnot. And if I remember right, he did that shit on acid. For a cartoon to make that shit seem like it was tame, I mean, think about it. Like, that's that's kind of like, you know, I don't know what the fuck you have to be taking. It's like LSD and acid that you have to take at the same time. But The Amazing World of Gumball was that. I mean, it, it's a satire on a lot of things. Like, there's a lot of... I mean, I can't really say, like, it's all bad, it's funny as shit, but, like, at the same time, it's just, like, holy fuck. <laughs> and then, like, I don't know, like, looking at the different, like, like cartoons and shit, I remember, like, going off the Spongebob, like, I remember it was a uh, Flapjack or whatever the fuck it was called, like, that was more in line with Spongebob's, but at the same time, it was just, like, it's hidden message, like, it was okay to be, like, a kid, you know? And it's just, I don't know, it, it, I feel like it, I felt like personally it felt, it promoted immaturity, which was a little bit, you know, how do I say this? Sad? Because it, it doesn't really allow kids to deal with stuff in this generation. Like, like, I enjoy stuff, but at the same time, like, eh. It's it's sad because I know like a lot of people in the younger generations like I remember I remember uh meeting some people and like you know uh it, it, it was it was really interesting it was really interesting like you know a lot before I remember you know some people would like kind of catch upon this fact and like you know a few people actually catch me on this fact but like i'm like really awkward to the point where like if i don't want to remember your name i won't and like at the same time it was just like if i make it a point not to remember your name i'll have an entire conversation without saying your name and it's 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 interesting in that aspect because a lot of people you know a lot of people in like the business world you know it's 
it's frowned upon if you don't remember someone's name upon the first meeting. Uh, I know I try to, I live that up. Like I'll remember if I work with you, I'll remember your name. I'll make that point. I'll make it my point to remember your name. And it's like, I know some people are like, how do you remember the name? You met them once. I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's common courtesy. Cause you know, when you start a new company and someone's like, if you introduce yourself once, you know, you're nervous, you're, about the new job and whatnot, and then you have like someone in a that has like you know a more senior member remember your name, be like, oh yeah, so your your name is so and so, yeah, uh, you know, nice to meet you. I'm Melty. How's it going? You know, it it, it really changes their first impression because it shows that you care. I mean, I'm not gonna say like I I fully care about my coworkers, but at the same time, like. I care enough to want to see them succeed. You know, it's, it's a little bit weird in that aspect, but, um, I mean, I, I'm not going to say I don't care about all my coworkers. Some of them are hella cool, but going back to like, you know, the younger generation, I remember I went to a job interview and it, I felt out of place. I felt really out of place because, you know, growing up, I was, I'm always like the type of person I wear a suit, like, or like, not the whole the whole nine. I sometimes I'll ditch the jacket, go with a vest, roll up my sleeves, wear a tie, or just like you know have a tie but not have it fully fully uh, fastened, and then like kind of wear um, wear a scarf, not as like a scarf but like drape, you know. But at the same time, like I go to this interview and like I'm the only person in like you know suit, you know I have I have copied my resume, you know. And I remember, I mean, that holy shit, it was an open interview. And, like, I gotta give it to that fucking hiring manager. He fucking waited for, like, fucking... He did interviews for over, like, 14 hours. I mean, like, he really sat there all fucking day from, like, 9 a.m. And, like, even though the interview stopped at, like, 5, he 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 let people there. I was there till, like, fucking, like, 1 a.m. But, like, I remember I met everyone there, and, like... I, I saw some nervous high schoolers and I had a conversation with them. You know, I was like, Hey, how's it going? And I was like, I noticed that you, you guys seem nervous. You know, just remember like it's an interview. This is a chance to show yourself. And if you're too nervous, you won't be able to, you know, show it. You know, we start talking, you know, we're, and then like other people see the fact that we're having fun because like, you know, I'm not going to say I'm a prudent conversation, but you know, I'm not tooting my own horn, but you know, I can, I can rock a conversation and like other people started joining in and like people knew. And then like, you know, eventually it, it turned into, I don't know how the fuck it turned into this, but like people started breaking out song and shit. And then like at the, at the very end, I remember it was like four hours in the conversation. I was like, Hey, I stopped. I was like, Hey, you know, I have a question. They're like, what? They're like, you know, I've known everyone here. Like we, we've been talking over the last couple hours and we got to know each other really well. And they're like, yeah, yeah. You know, it seems like we've been friends forever. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I have a, I have a, I have a serious question though, and they're like, "What? What is my name?" And I went dead ass quiet, and everyone just looks at me, and they look at each other, and they're like, "What the?" F-? And then like one person's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm kind of offended, you know." But at the same time, it's okay. And I looked at them real serious, and I was like, "Ladies and gentlemen." This is the power of sociology. And everyone just like stopped. And was like, what the fuck? (laughs) But at the same time, 
<laughs> to leave on a weird ass note like this, I kind of, I don't know, but uh like i said <laughs> this is the crimson hermit thank you for choosing to listen to the random podcast and remember stay classy and remember people's names